the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the new Freedom 1570, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Democrats and Republicans are already digging in on the details of the Phase 4 Corona stimulus bill. Capitol Hill correspondent Bob Agnew reports. No sooner had all the ink been added to, let alone dried, on the Phase 3 Corona bill than House Speaker Nancy Pelosi began promising the next bill would provide new opportunities for massive government spending. Some Democrats are seen as angling to advance a progressive agenda under the cover of coronavirus funding. Republican Senator Lindsey Graham is already warning Democrats not to use Phase 4 to advance the Green New Deal, nor other liberal priorities while American lives are being lost to the coronavirus. Bob Agnew reporting. President Trump says the coming days will be very challenging for Americans dealing with the coronavirus. Government experts, including Dr. Anthony Fauci, say anywhere from 100,000 to 240,000 people could die in the United States. He says while the projections are realistic, they are not inevitable. Also at townhall.com, American manufacturing slid in March, dragged down by the economic fallout from the coronavirus outbreak. The Institute for Supply Management, an association of purchasing managers, reports its manufacturing index fell to 49.1 last month after registering 50.1 in February. Any reading below 50 signals a contraction. Economists had expected a bigger drop in the index. According to the ISM survey, new orders, export orders, production, and hiring fell last month at U.S. factories. Respondent Jeremy House with that report. Ten of 18 industries surveyed reported growth during the month of March, but six contracted. And that was led by energy companies, coal producers, and textile mills. On Wall Street, stocks are lower. The Dow is off 703 points. The Nasdaq down 216. More on these stories at townhall.com. We're about to hear a commercial for a very unique mortgage team that has a very specific advantage that could save your family monthly and lifelong money. Two things you should know. One, we were started by a dad and his son and his wife and his sister-in-law. And we've grown to be a faith-focused mortgage team that's helping families across the U.S. We're faith and family at our core, and we don't hide it. Two, we've still stayed fairly small, on purpose. We're only about a couple dozen people, a makeup that we believe lets us truly know every person that calls. But we also have a big advantage. Our company is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. A reality that often allows us to get you a better rate, which could save you monthly and lifelong money. We are United Faith Mortgage at unitedfaithmortgage.com. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Melville Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate animalist number 1330. Equal housing lender. Licensed in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, Mississippi, Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. Humbly Michaels here on Freedom 1570, ringing liberty and truth. No matter how you're listening, we've got you covered with great live programming and always keeping you up to date. Whether you're listening on your smart speaker because you're at home, perhaps on TuneIn, iHeartRadio, radio.com. You can also find us uh, at freedom1570.com. Here's that forecast for your Wednesday, April 1st, mostly cloudy, 53. Could see a sprinkle tonight, low near 44. Some scattered rain and 57 for tomorrow. This coming November, you'll have a chance to make a difference. If you vote, you can save the country from the crazies of the left. You know, the ones that want to ruin the economy and turn America into a socialist utopia. Like, that will never work. But it all starts with one simple act. Make sure you're registered to vote. If you aren't, well, you're part of the problem. If you vote and you make smart decisions, you'll do more than make a difference. You'll save the country. Freedom 1570. If you're in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and of course, paper pusher. But not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people, not paperwork. 
Bamboo HR frees you from spreadsheets so you can do your real job, creating a great place to work. If the data shuffle and paperwork mountain have you ready to hang up all your hats, you're ready for Bamboo. If you handle HR records and paperwork, Bamboo HR is a dream. Let us free up your time and put your days of pushing paperwork behind you so you can focus on the people and making your company a great place to work for everyone. Try PC Magazine's top pick for HR software free today. Just go to bamboohr.com slash HR. This is a limited offer only available to radio listeners at bamboohr.com slash HR. That's bamboohr.com slash HR. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Your life changes for the better when you live each day like it matters. Positive focus, healthier relationships, and breaking free from trauma that's held you back. The time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. It's a great day to be alive. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to talk about the questions of a leader. And today's question is, where are we going? You know, ladies and gentlemen, there's a lot going on in this world right now. A lot of weird stuff, a lot of crazy stuff, a lot of stuff that cannot be explained, and a lot of stuff that we cannot control. Uh, and so on this radio show, I'd like to give you back that power, help you to to take control of that which you can control. Because uh, I've been studying a lot of control deprivation. You know, control deprivation is when we feel like we don't have control of situations. Uh, And when we feel out of control, like we have no control, uh, we act strangely. Uh, We act very differently. Uh, And so part of what we do on this radio show is we give you back the power. You know, one of our foundational quotes for this radio show is by Dr. Viktor Frankl. Uh, Between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your power. It is your freedom. And so what I thought I did started yesterday, I started a, a three-part series called The Questions of a Leader. Yesterday, we dealt with the first question, where are we now? Uh, and where are we now is about being honest. You know, it's like the GPS. Uh, if you don't have a, uh, an ability for a satellite to locate where your starting point is, no matter how clear your destination is, you cannot get directions there. And I don't suggest it's very similar uh, in our mental states, in our emotional states, the same thing exists. If we don't are true with our starting point, then uh, we really doesn't matter where we're going because we're not going to get accurate directions because we can't get to there from here. Whoa, and where so today, am I? Yeah, uh, and he, we don't know where he is. <laughs> I know where I am, and we know. And the, one of the key questions of a leader is you got to know where you are. So where are you? Which was what we were talking about yesterday, and it's being honest because you know the truth will set you free. It might make you a little bit miserable, like Mr. Garfield said. I think is our twentieth president, but uh, we've got to be honest. And so it's interesting because all three of these questions: where are we now? Where are we going? And what will it take to get there? And how long? Those are all three. They all require vision, but but vision of a different sort. See, knowing where are you now. Uh, is vision to see things clearly as they are. Uh, Because you've heard the saying many, many times, denial is not only a river in Egypt. It's a place that some people float down. Uh, And so some people have a tough time being honest with themselves. I don't think Uh, so. But that's what it's about. you got to be honest with yourself. you got to know what your starting point is. And that's what we talked about yesterday. Uh, We're at this whole mess, this coronavirus thing, this COVID-19, the pandemic. And not just a a bacterial pandemic, but I want to suggest a thought pandemic. Uh, I want to suggest a control pandemic and, and unfortunately, uh, a manipulation pandemic because there are forces out there, people who have power uh, that like to keep their power. Uh, and so there's a lot of manipulation going behind the scenes, and that's why we we are like a, the little dog, you know, Toto. Uh, you remember Toto in the Wizard of Oz where Toto ran over to that little guy. There was a little curtain there, and he pulled back the curtain and started barking at that little munchkin man, right? Pay no attention Who? to that man yeah. See, a lot of people are afraid of him because this big, bold voice, but there was just manipulation going on. It was just this small little man. 
And boy, there are a lot of people in the political world uh, that are uh, small little people, uh, but playing off as this big, powerful Oz. And so today I want to focus on where are we going? And it requires vision too. And matter of fact, today I want to pose a question to you. How is your vision? You know, the book of Proverbs says with, when there is no vision, the people perish. And think about this. We're, that's why I address you as a warrior, as a leader, as a conduit. Because we are living in interesting times. It wasn't too long ago that when someone said Corona, uh, we were thinking about alcohol, uh, a lime, or maybe Mexico. Uh, and today we have a totally different response when we heard, hear the word Corona, right? It seems like everything is shut down. Very few have very little control. Nobody knows what to expect or how long this will last. With all this uncertainty, with all this what we call control deprivation, fear can easily turn into panic. And you see if you just look around. But as a leader, we need to, we need to be calm. As a leader, we need to have emotional intelligence. As a leader, we need to have vision. Because having no vision creates its own consequences. See, the coronavirus has its consequences some of which we do not know yet. Uh, We don't know for sure how it spreads. We don't know who has it or doesn't have it. We don't know how long we'll be out of work. We don't know how long we'll be in a self-quarantining or social distancing environment. We don't know if we'll ever get back to a pre-COVID-19 world, right? How do we get back to September 10th, 2001? You know, what was the world like before those planes hit that towers? And I think that's going to be an interesting question, too. What's the world going to be like post-coronavirus? We don't know. And there's a lot we don't know. And not only is there so much unknown, there's also so much that's out of our control, right? Many of us can't control if we go to work, if we go to school or the kids stay home from school. Uh, we don't know whether we get to send our kids to school, I guess I should say, or keep them home. Whether we get to go to church or have to stay inside the walls of our house church. There's much we don't know and much we can't control. However, I've learned over the years in all my situational leadership training that there will always be things that are unknown, that are out of our control. However, we need to keep our focus on those things that we can control. As a leader, that is our focus. We've got to get our eyes off those things we do not know and do not control and focus our energies on those things we do know and those things we do control. And this is where the word vision comes in. And by vision, I do not mean the mechanical act of your eyes allowing you to take in images of the world. Today, the vision that I'm speaking of is the ability to connect the dots, to see in the future, to see how things play out. This is what the famous speech of Dr. King was all about. Remember, I have a dream that one day my four little children will live in a nation where they're not judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. And it was because of this dream that Dr. King responded in love and long-suffering during his march to freedom for people of color in this country. This dream gave Dr. King the vision he needed to overcome the unfairness of life. It was this vision that allowed him and millions of others to overcome the hardship of the times. And today, I want to be an encouragement. We need to have a similar vision for our life. Someday, we'll overcome this momentary tragedy and triumph as a people over this deadly pandemic known as the coronavirus. Will you be ready? Because without a vision, we can miss the opportunity to be free from that which formerly held us back. What does life look like on the other side of this tragedy? That's a key question. What is life going to be like once we have defeated this new foe and our lives get back on the familiarity track that we know, that we've been accustomed to? This is the vision that needs to be in place so that you can start living again at a higher level when this too shall pass. And as leaders, we've got to be hope peddlers. We need to be hopeful. The number one commodity of a leader is hope. Hope is the yeast that gets our eyes to rise. Hope is the cure to what is hurting us. Helpless and hopeless are the definition of depression. Depression says my life stinks today. I have no control over anything, and my life is going to be no different tomorrow. With that type of stinking thinking, we are bound to be our own worst enemy even worse than COVID-19. With a vision comes hope, and with hope comes action. 
And that's what we want to do on this radio show. That's why we ask that you invest an hour of your time. We call it the hour of power so that you can be well-equipped, well-equipped to be all that you were created to be. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about questions of a leader. And today we're questioning you, where are we going post-coronavirus? I'm Mr. Black. We'll be back in three minutes. We really have to hang in there and abide by the mitigation strategies. We do believe it's working. It's, it's hard. It's not an easy thing to do. There's suffering and there's death and there's massive inconvenience economically and otherwise. But we're really a strong nation. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. The following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. I was finishing undergrad and got credit cards because I couldn't work full-time. So that started the credit card journey for me. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. And then when I got married, we combined our credit card debt, and it became impossible to pay off on our own. At that point, I was like, I don't know where to turn. And then I found... Trinity. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. I initially was scared to call, and immediately I felt relief. I mean, in a matter of three years, we've already paid down $20,000 in credit card debt, which is huge. Call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. That's 1-800-990-6976. I've been to training put on by Tony Robbins and Zig Ziglar, but I've never walked away with a growth experience like I did with the Leadership Awakening. Are you stuck in a rut? Have you leveled life's undulating line and flatlined your hopes and dreams? The time is now to attend Leadership Awakening with Mr. Black. Not since my Ranger training in the U.S. Army have I been pushed to see and feel the abilities I have to live life to the fullest. During this three-day life boot camp, you will clean up your thinking and restart your heart, helping you have the passion and enthusiasm your life's been missing. My heart was spiritually mended. I'm excited about living my life like it matters. By far the best 46 hours I've ever spent. Graduates leave Leadership Awakening refocused with the biggest feeling of self-confidence and a renewed passion and enthusiasm for their business and their personal lives. Call now and commit to giving and getting more from life. 817-502-1554 or email me at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Americans love a winner and will not tolerate a loser. Americans play to win all the time. I wouldn't give a hoot in hell for a man who lost and laughed. That's why Americans have never lost and will never lose a war. Because the very thought of losing is hateful to America. Hoo-ah! Ladies and gentlemen, I am Mr. Black, and you are under construction of the Like It Matters Radio Network. And I want to remind you today who you are. You know, John played that clip from Patton, uh, George uh, C. Scott. He he wasn't performing. He became Patton. Uh, and I love that speech. It's one of my favorite monologues in all of uh, all of movie history because it's so powerful. It reminds us of who we are as a people. It reminds us of who we are individually. It reminds us, you know, we are incredible. We are made in the image of God. We are made to create. Uh, and that's not my opinion. That's God's opinion. Uh, Genesis 1.1 says, in the beginning, God created. And I always tell people, stop there. It's the beginning of the Bible. 
And if you have a problem with the beginning, you sure are going to have a problem with the ending. So if you can't believe the beginning, just close the book because none of it matters. If you don't believe the beginning, then nothing else in there matters. So in the beginning, God created. I mean, think about it. our first introduction of God is as creator. You know he created the, the heavens and the earth. He created you and me. He created this great country. He created these great opportunities. And then you drop down 25 verses. And it says, let us make man in our image unto our likeness. Don't you hear what God's saying to you and me? That we are in the God class. We are made to create. And I truly do believe that this coronavirus was somehow created. I've been doing a lot of research. And they've been doing, in China, they've been doing a lot of uh, research on, on bat viruses. I don't know why, but bat viruses seem to be a special type of virus. Uh, and just a, a short distance from where this little uh, wild animal food stand was, was where they were testing all these different bat viruses. And this is the launching point for this whole pandemic was in this little, this little store where they sold all kinds of exotic animals meat to eat. And somehow that's where it started in Wuhan, China. I'm just telling you the genesis of this whole thing. And so we're made to create, and we can take atoms that you can't see and split them and create something called fusion that created situations like Nagasaki and Hiroshima, the nuclear bomb. And so you got to realize how powerful we are. Uh, we, we can predict the weather now. Uh, we can uh, go inside of a, a cell uh, before it's even been created as a human life and alter it now. We can see now when life takes place. we got to remember how, who we are. And not only as a human being who we are, but as an American who we are. Uh, we, we are given the greatest blessings. We live in the most profitable nation, uh, the most uh, nation with the most surplus. Ingenuity, creativity. When Americans are down, that's what Pat was talking about. Americans step up. You don't get over on American. Americans get over things. And then they become more than they were before the event. It's, it is adversity uh, that helps us grow into great people, into great nation. It is overcoming the struggles. you got to remember who you are. And not only who you are as a human being and as an American, but who you are as an individual. Since the beginning of time, there has never been another person like you. Nobody has your smile, your eyes, your hands, or your hair. Nobody owns your handwriting or your voice. In all of time, there has never been anybody who laughs in exactly your way. And what makes you laugh or cry or think may have a totally different response than another. You are the only one in the whole of creation who has your particular set of abilities. Now, there might always be someone who is better at one thing or another. That's okay. Every person might be better in one way than someone else. But nobody in the universe can reach the quality and the combination of your talents, your feelings, your trauma, your drama, your makeup of what makes you who you are. Throughout all of eternity, no one will ever walk, talk, think, or do exactly like you. You are rare. In all rarity, there's enormous value. And because of your great value, the need for you to imitate anyone else is absolutely wrong. Stop it. You happen to be special. And it's no accident that you are. We must realize that God made each of us for a special purpose. There's no surprise in heaven. There's no emergency meeting of the Trinity. God's all-knowing, omniscient, and God's immutable, never changes. So God's a cosmic know-it-all. He knew this was going to happen, and he has prepared us. But we've got to act as if. God has a job for you to do that no one else could do as well as you can. Out of the billions of applicants, only one is qualified. Only one has unique and right combination of what it takes, and that one is you. That body that you occupy is a machine. It is one of the most well-crafted, incredibly created, divinely driven 
machines that you could ever imagine. You go out and jump into a Ferrari. You can go out and jump into a Porsche. But those vehicles might make a lot of noise and might move fast. But they can't even come close to doing what the human experience can do, what the human body can do. And so I want you to know, I got this article from a great article by the medium.com, this guy, Dr. Eugene Choi from mission.com. And he's talking about the, the COVID-19. And he's basically, he's not downplaying, please hear this, he's not downplaying uh, the COVID-19. Matter of fact, he says he, he kind of wondered if he should even chime in on this. But he says this COVID-19 thing is a big deal. He says, I mean, countries have shut down. People are dying. Absolutely. And he says, in his article, he says, first let me say, yes, it's important to take necessary precautions. He says, I'm not writing to argue about that. But he says what he wants to share is something that's been on his mind about the biggest problem going on with all this. And he says that there's something much worse that's spreading a lot faster than coronavirus, and it's fear. And he said, and here's the truth. The fear of coronavirus itself is deadlier than the virus itself. Think about that. And he goes on to support it. See, this is why this is not an opinion show. This is science. And even when we delve in the arena of the politics, of what I like to call culture, some of you call it politics, it's culture. It permeates everything. It cannot be avoided. How can you avoid the elephant in the room? You've got to deal with it. And so I want you to know that uh, what he's talking about here is fear. And the way we're reacting to the coronavirus. Because we're a machine. You see, he says that when you are living in fear, a reactive part of your brain called the amygdala takes control of your actions. See, you enter into a fight, flight, freeze response, he says. It's what causes people to buy way too much toilet paper, right? That's that control deprivation. And there's lots of studies I've talked about, I'll talk about in depth, that in those times that people usually buy utilitarian things, things that they think are going to serve them well. That's why I think I can write a thesis paper, term paper, uh, on what it means for Americans to be buying so much toilet paper. And it's not a good meaning. It's people covering their butt. It's people being selfish, people only considering themselves. And so he says, when you're in this reactive state, your body starts producing a steroid called cortisol to help you handle the stress. And guess what cortisol does to your immune system? It weakens it. By the way, for those of us who struggle with weight, it also puts weight on us. See, cortisol weakens us. Whether you realize it or not, we have bacteria, viruses, fungus, and a whole array of foreign particles that we're exposed to every day. But he says it's your immune system that prevents you from getting sick. That was the whole deal with the AIDS virus. It weakened your immune system so badly that when you got a cold, something your body normally fights, it would kill you. And that's the same thing. That's why those that are more compromised, their immune system's compromised with other diseases, with other stuff, that's why they're more susceptible. That's why we got to be careful of old people. That's why no one can find Joe Biden. He's 80 years old. He has a hard time putting two sentences together. I feel bad for the guy. He shouldn't be running for president. He doesn't have the mental capacity. But he's in a bunker somewhere. They're protecting him. Oh, my gosh. His age, his fragility, it's scary what could happen. And then who's going to be president if you guys vote for him? So we got to realize what's going on. You're in a selfish, self-protective state where you're in a fight, flight, or freeze mode. You literally lose the capability of thinking or having empathy. So we, we forget other people. That's why the old proverb says you can tell a man's religion in a time of despair. Because we go in this self-defense mechanism. We get in survival mode. This is where much of the, the, the I don't want to say what it is. It's the fear base. In a lot of the media, a lot of people want to get you afraid. Because when we're afraid, we turn to other options. When we're afraid, we give up our rights. It's what prevents us from thinking clearly and ends up making matters worse. That's the Pyrrhic victory we talk about. And so we need to be boosting our immune systems right now. So while taking proper precaution during these times, do things that keep your immune system strong. How do you do this? Practice the act of shifting your focus to things you're grateful for. Take some time to think about things you have that others don't. 
This is where you've got to control your thinking. I don't know who this guy is. He doesn't know me. But he's telling you what I've been telling you. We've got to control our thinking. Our thoughts produce chemicals, and those chemicals make us feel things. 87% of diseases are psychosomatic. It is our thinking that lowers our immune system. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, I want to get your thinking off the trauma and the drama you're in and get your eyes up off the ground and focused on where are you going when this is all over. I am Mr. Black. We'll be back in three minutes. It's shown itself completely outmatched by this crisis where we needed bigness. We got smallness across the board. And the president, I'm sure later today, will once again demonstrate that he's simply not up to this at a moral level. Here's a real student testimonial from Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training. The way we met Scott was through an answered prayer. We had a, uh, a business associate who recommended a leadership training process. Initially, you know, I had been through uh, just a series of all kinds of leadership training and felt like I had been trained as much as I possibly could. You know, we went and went hesitantly. But the one thing, it would have to be consistent with my faith. And uh, it was your awakening class. And uh, that class was absolutely not only uh, the the answer to prayers, uh, business, but personally. It gave us the tools and it gave us the foundation to be able to really formalize and verbalize our values. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Limitless access to liberty and truth. Listen to Freedom 1570 with our free app, your smart speaker at freedom1570.com or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and defend liberty nationwide. Join the Freedom Insider Club for prizes, contests, quizzes, and more. Plus, get exclusive access to pre-sale tickets to events. It's free to join, so visit freedom1570.com today. Just click on Fan Club. Financial literacy is powerful. Learning the skills to invest in your future and create a second income can be life-changing. If you love your job but need extra income or maybe you can't stand your job and looking for options, listen to the Retire Young radio show sponsored by Online Trading Academy right here on Freedom 1570 Sundays at 11 a.m. Imagine the opportunities to build up that retirement account or better manage your broker and save on those outrageous fees. The time is now to learn how the markets could change your life. For more information, go to learnwithota.com. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Listen to your scientists and your experts. You have some very good people with you. Let them speak. Don't mislead. Former Vice President and Democratic Presidential Candidate Joe Biden, thank you so much for your time, sir. Appreciate it. Well, thanks for giving me the time. Thank so you. So they don't wonder where I am. <laughs> now I know. When they ask me, where is Joe Biden? I say he was on the 2 p.m. show on MSNBC. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. This, you can't write this stuff this good. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. Boy, when this is all said and done, I hope we reelect Donald Trump because if we reelect this guy, Joe Biden, oh, my gosh. The deep state will be running everything, and boy, you think it's bad now? Uh, it's going to get a lot worse, a That's lot it, worse man. today. Game over, like man. It. Game over. <laughs> Game over. Amen. Uh, today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about questions of a leader, and right now I want you to focus on where are you going. You're, 
you've got to think of yourself as a machine, just like your car, uh, just like uh, that advanced system you have, your stereo system, uh, all that electronics you have. There's a system there, and it's a machine, and it works according to certain rules. And we are the same way. We're in this incredible machine, uh, and there are certain rules. And we have an immune system, and that immune system is what helps our body 24-7 fight viruses, bacteria, things that are are foreign to our bodies. And so this COVID-19 is something that's foreign to our body, and it's killing people. And so we need to build up our immune system. But what I'm going to suggest to you is, yes, do all the stuff you're supposed to do. Take your vitamins. I take a couple hundred dollars worth of stuff every month vitamins. I take uh, immunotherapy. Uh, it's called Immunical, where it's, uh, it gives my body the precursors to build its immune systems. And so I want you to know you should be doing this, but I'm going to tell you one of the things that also affects your immune system is your thinking. It's your thinking. So believe it or not, the body releases chemicals. I talk about this, 63 known chemicals. It's released based on three things, but the primary thing that causes the body to release the chemicals it releases, and these chemicals make you feel what you feel, is your thinking. Dr. Caroline Leaf, in the study of epigenetics, says that 87% of all diseases are psychosomatic. And so we got to take control of our thinking. That's why we got to reframe. I mean, when was the last time you had a couple weeks to reflect, had some downtime where you're forced to not be so busy? Remember, the devil can't make you bad, he'll make you busy. And we get so busy that we forget what's really important. Our marriages struggle. Our relationship with our kids struggle. We don't have enough time to spend with God reading his word or on our knees talking to him. Guess what? We have a little more time on our hands. And so leaders frame situations in a proper way. I'd much rather be doing classes. I'd much rather be making money. I'd much rather be able to go to work. But right now, I can't. And so what can I do? I can control those things I control. One of them is my thinking. That's important because it releases chemicals based on what we're thinking about. we got to change our stinking thinking. And so a couple things that I have people in my class, every morning they list out five things they're excited about, five things they're grateful for. And here I am reading this article uh, from Mission.com by Eugene Choi. Uh, it says one important recommendation you may not have been hearing. And what he talks about is practice shifting your focus. He says practice the act of shifting your focus to things you are grateful for. What a concept. The reticular activating system focused on the grateful channel is one of the best things you could ever do for yourself. And we do it in our classes. I recommend it to our postgraduates. List out five things you're excited about, five things you're grateful for. Now, you might not be able to list five things you're excited about, but at least searching for it will get you on the focus of right excitement. Take some time to think about things you have that others don't have. We live in one of those wealthiest countries in the world. Those of us that consider ourselves uh, poor in this country would be a, a wealthy person in most other countries. Take some time to think about what you have and what others don't have. Remember, it's okay to be grateful. Because when you're on the Grateful Channel, you know what you'll never see is victimhood. Thanks, brother. It's really hard to feel sorry for yourself. When you're feeling grateful for what you do have, grateful that you have someone to share your home with, share your life with, grateful that you don't have uh, uh, COVID-19, or grateful that you have a young enough, healthy enough body to overcome it, to fight it. Whatever it is you do, take notice of things until you actually feel grateful. And he says practice empathy. And this is why I talk about perceptual positions. To put yourself in someone else's position, to walk a mile in someone else's moccasins. And what we're going to do now is help you create a vision for moving forward. So when this is all said and done, whether that's middle of May, middle of June, uh, May 4th, whatever it is, you've got to start creating images in your mind. What are things going to look like? You know, right now we should be doing certain things. We We should practice proper hand hygiene. We should avoid large gatherings. We should implement social distancing. But we don't want to do this out of fear. We want to do this as an act of service. We're taking care of other people. We're keeping from affecting other people. But what we also want to do is take control of our thinking. And this is cool because he actually does uh, uh, states of research. He says, why feeling brave during scary times is easier than you think. 
And then he says this, for those of you who read this and feel like it's cliche advice because this is hard for you to implement, just to change your thinking like it's going to really change your life, it will. And he gives you this research. He says in 2009, Dr. Alvaro uh, Pascual Leon ran a study in which he had a group of people learn to play a simple melody on the piano. Then he split them up into two groups. One group practiced the melody on a keyboard for two hours a day over the next five days. Then he had the other group sit in front of the keyboard for the same amount of time, but didn't have them play. They didn't touch the keys. Instead, he had them imagine playing the melody on the keyboard. During the whole study, Dr. Pasquale Leone was mapping the brain activity of all the participants before, during, and after the experiment. And the results were shocking. He found the same exact brain changes happened in both groups. Did you hear that? The same exact brain changes happened in the group that actually practiced and the group that mentally rehearsed practicing. You get what this means? This means that the brains of the people who only imagine playing the piano change in a way as if they were really playing it. And then he goes on to say, what does this mean? He says, our brains do not know the difference between imagination and reality. That's what you got to get. That's why I keep talking about no one responds to reality. We respond to our map of reality. I keep talking about if you're going to make any life-altering changes, long-term changes, you must do them the way that your unconscious brain works because your unconscious brain runs the ship. We only use 3 to 5% of our brain consciously. If you're a self-actualized person, maybe 11, 12%. Uh, the Irish Journal of Science, uh, about a year ago, there was an article. You ready for this? 40% of all memories are made up. See, and your unconscious mind does not differentiate between Hollywood and reality. Your unconscious mind, not your conscious mind, your unconscious mind, the bulk of what goes on in your head does not say this is real and this is fake. You know what it says are real? Things that we can see, things that we can hear, things that we can feel, things that we can smell, things that we can taste. And by the way, every single memory you have is codified in the senses. There's no other way to codify experience but in those five senses. We have five portals of entry into our experience. And you may not like what I'm saying, you may not believe with what I'm saying. You might not like my demeanor in which I say anything. That could all be given. But one thing you cannot doubt, and John will verify for me, that I am real. I'm real. And how do I prove that? Because you can see me. You can hear me. If you were in the same room as me, you could come up and put a finger on me. You can touch me. If you cut me, I bleed. I smell nice, dot, dot, dot. If you were licking my arm, it probably tastes like salt or coconut oil, depending on if I just got out of the shower, right? There are five cents. Those are things we call real. We call real. I mean, there are people that are dead right now on tour in Las Vegas doing concerts. You can see them like they're real. You can hear them like they're real. But they have no smell to them because they're just a mirage. If you went up and put your hand on it, your hand would go through it because they're not there. They're not real. It's an image of the past that's being projected as if it were real. And so you got to realize that's how the mind works. You have a left side of your brain, which is your memory. It's where you store stuff. And you have a right side of your brain, which is more of the human endowments, creativity, consciousness, uh, emotion, all that. Right. And here's what happens. When you mentally rehearse, when you creatively visualize, when you make up the, the neural pathways and you act as if, your brain then creates a memory because you saw it, you heard it, you felt it. Maybe you put a smell to it, a taste to it. And so your unconscious mind now has that example, has that memory. And so, but you never really experienced it. You just imagined it. You imagined it in full detail of the, sub, of the modalities. Remember, we have five modalities, the visual, the auditory, the kinesthetic, the olfactory, and the gustatory. Those are the five senses. And so here's how we set a vision, and we'll cover this after the break. We've got to m make it real, and real things are things you can see. Real things are things you can hear. Real things are things you can touch, and if possible, put a smell to it and put a taste to it. You know, success is sweet. It's delicious. 
You ever been in an environment before where you knew something bad was going on? You said something doesn't smell right around here. Those are called predicates. We talk in this way. And so what we've got to do, the question of the leader, where are we going? In other words, what's going to be different? When this is over, how are you going to pick up the pace? What's going to be different? And so after the break, I want to help you start creating some imagery. Start creating some up until now moments so that when this thing is over, you're ready to take full advantage and become everything you were created to be. I am Mr. Black. We'll be back in three minutes. We had the greatest economy in the world. We had the greatest economy in the history of our country. And I had to go from doing a great job for three years to shutting it down. But you know what? We're going to build it up, and we're going to build it up rapidly. And I think in the end, we'll be stronger for it. We learned a lot. I've been to training put on by Tony Robbins and Zig Ziglar, but I've never walked away with a growth experience like I did with the Leadership Awakening. Are you stuck in a rut? Have you leveled life's undulating line and flatlined your hopes and dreams? The time is now to attend Leadership Awakening with Mr. Black. Not since my Ranger training in the U.S. Army have I been pushed to see and feel the abilities I have to live life to the fullest. During this three-day life boot camp, you will clean up your thinking and restart your heart, helping you have the passion and enthusiasm your life's been missing. My heart was spiritually mended. I'm excited about living my life like it matters. By far the best 46 hours I've ever spent. Graduates leave Leadership Awakening refocused with the biggest feeling of self-confidence and a renewed passion and enthusiasm for their business and their personal lives. Call now and commit to giving and getting more from life. 817-502-1554 or email me at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Do you currently get regular structured settlement or annuity payments from an insurance company for a personal injury, auto accident claim, wrongful death, or inheritance? If so, you don't have to wait for months or even years to get the cash you need now to cover urgent expenses like debts, tuition, medical bills, or exciting events like a new baby or down payment on a home. With over 25 years experience, J.G. Wentworth, the country's leader in structured settlement purchasing, has helped thousands of people get the cash they need. Call today at 800 741 We offer flexible options that pay you a lump sum of cash for a portion of your payments, ensuring you get the money you need now while still receiving future payments from your structured settlement or annuity. And unlike others, J.G. Wentworth is a direct funder and can streamline the process, helping you get the lump sum of cash you need faster. For your free cash now quote, call 800-741-5929. That's 800-741-5929. 800-741-5929. Here's a real student testimonial from Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training. The way we met Scott was through an answered prayer. We had a, uh, a business associate who recommended a leadership training process. Initially, you know, I had been through uh, just a series of all kinds of leadership training and felt like I had been trained as much as I possibly could. You know, we went and went hesitantly. But the one thing, it would have to be consistent with my faith. And uh, it was your awakening class. And uh, that class was absolutely not only uh, the the answer to prayers, uh, business, but personally. It gave us the tools and it gave us the foundation to be able to really formalize and verbalize our values. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership is supposed to tell people the truth and tell them how we're going to get through it. And the way to get through it is with the production of the capacity that we need, as well as counting on counting on people to do the right thing. And they're doing the right thing all across the board, except this attack on people who are... Anyway, I, I shouldn't get going on that. But the point is, the focus should be on what is needed now. What idiot put you in charge? I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on Like It Matters Radio Network. You know, I... I have to agree on, uh, with Joe Biden. We, we've got to take control of some things. Uh, and we've got to be aware of all the negativity. Uh, one of the things we've got to do is stop watching so much news and stop listening to all the hateful people out there. I've never seen uh, so many people in this country so hateful. I mean, 30% of the country hate Donald Trump so much that they'll destroy everything just to get to that man. 
Uh, and then all these negative, bitter people. Uh, I saw this say, Florida Congresswoman, coronavirus pandemic is a gendered crisis. What? Representative Frederica Wilson, you know, she's the one that hates Trump and wants to impeach him and do all this, uh, said that the coronavirus pandemic is a gendered crisis because women are disproportionately serving on the front lines. Well, see, what does that have to do with anything? Whoever can serve up, step up, leaders, men, women, child, who cares? When did it all depend on what the sex was of the person helping people? This is where you've got to get off of the news. You've got to shut this down. I would say limit news 30 minutes in the morning, 30 minutes in the evening. Uh, don't go on your phone. Stay off. It's it's very negative. What if you were to reframe this opportunity as a way to reconnect with your family? You can't control that you're forced to stay home. But leaders, we take control. And so one thing I want to do is help you start focusing on afterwards. First of all, get your right focus on what you can make this. How do you make this a good thing? How do you make it as positive as possible? Uh, Valerie, my wife, sent this. This was on Facebook uh, about it's okay. You know, we have a tendency to tell people what not to do. Don't touch your face. Don't be closer to six feet to someone. Don't do this. Don't do that. And people are worried. People are panicking. People are watching way too much news and listening to all those hateful people out there. But so it's neat because we say all the time, tell people what it's okay to do. Instead of telling people to don't talk to me that way, tell them what it's okay to do. It's okay to speak to me with respect. Instead of telling people not to move so slowly, tell them it's okay to hurry. Instead of telling people not to be late, it's okay to be early. So they, uh, Val sent this to me. This was on one of the social media platforms. I don't do social media. She said, COVID-19 shutdown, it's okay. So it says it's okay. It's okay to realize for a few minutes you got wrapped up in your life and forgot about the pandemic. It's okay to be anxious and frustrated. It's okay to be bored. It's okay to take a nap because for the first time in forever you can. It's okay to be annoyed. You can't do something so so commonplace as getting your hair cut or your nails done. It's okay to enjoy the time off from work. It's okay to worry about how you will pay the bills. It's okay to miss friends and family. There's literally no guidebook about how to feel right now. No one has researched and studied the best way to handle our current state. So as long as you are doing your best as a human, it's okay. It's okay to just not know, to react and learn, to mourn what's lost, and to wonder what's coming. But I'm going to suggest as a leader, what if we create what's coming? And so what I want you to start doing is start thinking about the post-coronavirus. What are things going to look like? How can you use this time uh, as a, uh, um, you know, a, a, a break, a start-again point, a time of taking self-reflection, self-evaluation? It's a slowdown, mandated. So what can you do to make the most out of this? And as you're thinking about that, as you're doing some self-reflection, start journaling. I'd be journaling this whole experience. Get a notebook. Start journaling your thoughts. Journal in the morning, whatever's going on in your head. And start dreaming. How are you going to pick up the piece when it's over? What's going to be different? What's going to be better? Ask yourself that. Make a list. What's going to be better when this is over? In what ways am I going to improve when this is over? How will I take the learnings from this desert experience, from this valley experience, and do something with them? So many times I tell people that deserts and valleys are for growing us, for teaching us, for teaching us how to overcome, for teaching us who to depend on and how we work. That's what the Israelites spent 40 years in the desert, learning a lot of things, and, and they didn't learn the lessons. They had to keep circling and learning them again and again and again. This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to refocus, to regroup to remind ourselves what's really important. And so what we want to do is start setting goals, proposed. If you look at what we did on our website, if you go to likeitmatters.net, likeitmatters.net, we put a schedule out starting May 14th. We were told uh, that April's basically shot. And so I'm just starting. I might have to move those again in a couple weeks. But right now, that's the goal. May 14th to 16th, we'll have a class in Dallas. May 28th to 30th, I've got a schedule. We do this daily radio show. We've just added now to our schedule our EQ, Communicate with Power, we reintroduced it. Haven't done one for six years. I've added some adventures in September and June. 
So we've done a lot of these things. Future pacing. That's what we got to do. And as you start setting goals, remember there are six elements of a well-formed outcome. First of all, state what you do want, not what you don't want. What is the outcome you want to accomplish when this is over? What do you want? Number two, put your goal in context. When, where, with whom do you want this outcome? What will you see, hear, and feel inside as you consider this? It's going to create some emotion. You want to add this emotion. Remember yesterday we talked about this article from Doug Stevenson. Uh, Doug Stevenson is CEO and owner of Story Theater International. And he posted this great article and he says, In his book, Brain Rules, molecular biologist John Medina explains the phenomenon about the brain detects an emotionally charged event then the amygdala releases dopamine into the system. And because dopamine greatly aids memory and information processing, you can say it creates a post-it note that reads, remember this. This is why people remember stories. we got to get emotionally involved with our lives. It's so important. In his book, Mirroring People, Marco Iacoboni says, why do we ask, why do we give ourselves over to emotion during the carefully crafted heart-trending scenes in certain movies. Because he says these things called mirror neurons in our brains recreate for us the distress we see on screen. And then he goes on to say, at least, at last, I found a scientific explanation for what I've been teaching for the last 15 years, mirror neurons. We don't just listen to stories. We see images and feel emotions. We actually experience the story as if it's happening to us. And Daniel Pink, he says, goes on to say, stories are easier to remember because stories are how we remember. See, we get emotionally involved. What begins to matter more is the ability to place these facts in context and to deliver them with emotional impact. So you need to be emotionally involved with your life. Put your goal in context. Express your goal in specific sensory terms. Remember, begin with the end of mind. When you accomplish this, what's it going to look like? What's it going to sound like? What's it going to feel like? What's it going to smell like? What's it going to taste like? Those are all senses. That's how you make it real. And you will do a lot more for something real for something not real. And then once you've expressed it in sensory-based terms, evaluate honestly the effects of achieving your goals. Will Will you lose anything by doing this? What will you gain? Really get emotionally involved with this. Why do you want this? Number five, choose a goal that you can fulfill yourself. If you're going to set a goal properly, it must be within the realm of your control because you can't control another person. Very, very important. And number six, choose a worthwhile goal. It's got to be something big, something important to you. You know, this might be that time where you got to force slowdown, where God used this time to slow us all down, to remind us what's really important. Because, you know, when we look at our life from the end, it looks different. Uh, In one of my classes, I have people, I take people to their end. I take them to the end of their life without them knowing it. And then I have them consider, what will people say about you when you're no longer here? And here's the question for you, listener. If I was asked the person who knew you better than anybody else to tell me about your life, the meaning of it, the impact of it. What would you want them to say? And I would write that down. And I would start there. Because that's where you want to pick up when this COVID-19 thing's over. You want to treat life like it's precious. We're finding out, we're being reminded right now how precious life is. All life has value. Black lives matter. White lives matter. Brown lives matter. Lives in the womb matter. All life has value. It's called a gift. That's why we call it the present. So what I want to do is help you get ready for what's going to happen when COVID-19 is in our rearview mirror and we've all overcome this great tragedy. What's the greatness of your life that you're going to create when it's all done? You're under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future, reminding you when you live your life like it matters, it does. We have no other choice. Every one of us has a role to play in winning this war. Every citizen, family, and business can make the difference in stopping the virus. 
has access to liberty and truth. Listen to Freedom 1570 with our free app, your smart speaker at freedom1570.com or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and defend liberty nationwide. Here is your class valedictorian. You want your child to succeed at every level in life. To succeed, they need a solid foundation. Your child's education is an opportunity to instill a lifetime's worth of Christ-inspired principles to create that foundation. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, we help your child get into a private Christian school for 50% off their first year. For more information, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Wash your hands, avoid sick people, and touching your face. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this... Ringing liberty and 